Welcome to Digital CEO. I'm your host, Beck Sadik. I'm a network marketing top earner and total digital marketing nerd. I built my network marketing business to the top using proven social media strategies. And it is my passion to share these strategies with you, today's digital CEO. Tune in each week for social media tips, strategies, and interviews with top leaders. Together, let's up-level the way network marketers do business online. What's up? How's it going? I am pumped because I have a really special guest today. Um, Her name is Brooke Thomas. If you don't know her, you're going to want to know her after this. Uh, Brooke is actually one of my very best friends. um, And we actually met in network marketing about 10 years ago. Um, She owns the brand and the business Live Out Loud with Brooke Thomas. And she is a mom to two amazing girls wife to her amazing husband, Brett, and she's just all around awesome human being. What is going on, Brooke? Oh, girl, I am so excited to be here. You are one of my very favorite people, and this is such an honor to talk to you and your entire audience today. So thank you. Thank you. No, this is so (laughs) fun. Brooke and I like actually talk all the time. So I feel like you guys are going to probably get an inside look into being on the phone with Brooke and Brett, Brooke and Beck right now. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I know it's like inside people get like the inside of our conversations. Exactly. Right. Um, All right. So we met in network marketing about 10 years ago. We were with the same company, but we were on different teams and we just we just totally connected. Like Brooke is totally my sister from another mister. <laughs> She's actually my Jewish sister. She, That's right, girl. I love it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so Brooke, tell us a little bit about you because you have built to the top of two network marketing companies now. Um, you've been in the network marketing for about 10 years. How were you introduced to this industry? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's so cool to know how long we've known each other for and 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 what we've gone through together in the network marketing space. And I think that there's just like such a solid sisterhood there where you've kind of seen behind the curtain and you've kind of, you know, just really have been through the hardest times and the best times together. I know we've gotten to travel the world together. You know, we were, um, we were just so lucky to be able to do that in network marketing. That's one of the reasons I love it so much. And I, I really feel like you've become my family too, just because of the experiences we've had together. And when I first got into network marketing, just like a lot of people, I, I didn't really understand what I was getting myself into. I didn't understand the industry. I didn't I didn't even know what it was really about, but I had been diagnosed with cancer. I had stage three cancer uh, 17 years ago when I was 26 and I was in my first trimester of pregnancy and I found out I had stage three cancer. That rocked my world, changed my life and caused me to really look at my health in a different light. And I started to become healthier, started to become educated in health and wellness. And just that became my, my new obsession, my new passion. I was a business major. I've always been a business woman. I love business. Um, but you know, for a while I shifted to just everything that had to do with health, wellness, nutrition. And so I was educated and on that, and it was my passion to share it with the world. 
I was naive enough to think that like I could do it by myself, you know? And then I realized very quickly that that was so prideful to think that I could actually make an impact all by myself. (laughs) And, and somebody introduced me to network marketing and it was a health and wellness company. And it was just kind of like the perfect timing of like, I needed to level up a little bit more in my health. Like I had come so far by, you know, getting rid of all the foods, the fake foods, the, you know, like inflammation causing foods, you know, I learned so much about food and lifestyle, but I was missing something else. And when I was introduced to this wellness company, this network marketing company, I just was kind of introduced to a, like another level of like vitamins, protein, all of that. And then a community of people that actually wanted to make an impact on health and wellness too. And that's what, that's what got me going. That's what got me excited uh, to join network marketing. And I didn't understand the stigma or anything about the negativity that people wanted to come at me with, because I was just so excited to find this, this thing that I didn't know existed. Uh, so that, that didn't really bother me because I was so sold out to like wanting to make an impact, just not by myself. Does that make sense? It totally does. And I love it because I think one of the most like underrated parts of this industry is the community that you get inside of it. Um, I mean, I've met some of my best friends in, in my life now through network marketing, because it does tend to kind of attract, I feel like like like-minded people, like people that are open to a different way of like doing life. Yes. Yes. It's so true. And I love that about it. And, you know, we were not even on the same team at the last company we were at. And we just, it was like this unspoken bond that you just have because you're doing something different. You're doing something unusual and it does bond you and it it helps you to be set apart. I know with both of us, I feel like we always have been women that like just really want to be different. Like, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. So that's where, where I actually kind of liked a little bit of the edge of like doing something that maybe most people wouldn't approve of or something because I wanted to prove them wrong. You know, (laughs) me too, girl, me too. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. And I also love that you're talking about kind of the power of many, right. Versus doing, making that impact individually. Um, I actually got started in this industry too, and I don't talk about this often, but as a health coach, And um, I felt the same way. It's like the impact you can make one-to-one is so different than the leverage you have when you build a team, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's, it's so true. I mean, it's like, it's, again, it was prideful and immature of me back in the day to be like, I am going to be the only woman that makes the biggest impact possible on this earth. (laughs) It's like (laughs) silly, you know, it's like, And I love building teams and building leaders and really awakening that spirit and other people and and understanding that we're all on mission together. And I always say, you know, be married to your mission and only date your methodology because the methodologies, the methodologies change the, you know, things change, right? Like based on what's going on in the world. But if you're married to your mission, like, that is where the gold is, where you will find your people and build something really beautiful and massive together. So, so good. I love that. Love, love, love it. Okay. So you have built two companies to the top. Um, You've been very successful. Were you an overnight success in network marketing? (laughs) That's funny, right? (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> I, you know, it's funny because when you build to the top and you get on stage, your keynote speaker, global distributor of the year, people that don't know your journey or your past are like, oh, you're so lucky. How did that happen? You know? Right. Um, and then I'm like, why don't you go talk to those five people that saw me crying the first three years? You know, um, it really took me a good, first of all, it took me a good two or three years just to, uh, just to actually feel confident to say what I was doing and even to understand what I was doing. <laughs> like I, I really was that person that just built out of like my own um, excitement for what this company had done for me or like the products had done for me. And I really never took the time to even understand fully what I was doing. And I know it's embarrassing to say, but mm -hmm. I don't really care anymore because that <laughs> is the truth. Right. And so the first two or three years, I was a mess. I was just like, adding people and they were leaving just as much as they were coming because I didn't fully, I wasn't fully sold into this. I was just like sloppy, just doing whatever I could. And then <laughs> somebody would like make fun of me, I'd cry, you know, but then I'd go back and want to prove it wrong. And, you know, just, I had to, I had to like really mature and grow up and really understand who I was and build my confidence. And we always say it's like so cliche, but it's true. Like network marketing is the best self-help course, best self-help book you'll ever do, like best self-help everything that you'll ever do if you stick to it. Because it does take, it, it requires like, not only, it requires just like thick skin, knowing who you are, knowing why you're doing what you're doing. And a lot of people I think go through life and don't even know that. And they just skip from one thing to the next based on what's easy or hard or, or what other people's opinion. And and I just, it really, sometimes I say like, I don't know what kept me going back in the day. Honestly, I don't because it was slow moving. You know, I wasn't making very much and I was being made fun of because, because I wasn't firm and confident fully in what I was doing and why. And that's why I ended up becoming sold out to it because I realized it was like a moment where I was like, you know, I've got to like go all in and stand for this or not. And, and I don't care what people think, but I did care before that, you know? And so I did get to a place where I was like, once I finally really didn't care and I just really wanted to like do this, that's when everything started to multiply because I spoke differently. I showed up differently and I was more vulnerable about like the first few years of sucking <laughs> instead of right. trying to pretend that I was so awesome or this was so awesome because it wasn't and it wasn't awesome because I wasn't totally sold out to it you know mm -hmm. yeah no I I relate to so much of what you're saying and it's funny right because you are a top rated podcaster right you have the live out loud show which is an amazing podcast you speak on stages to thousands of people right like you you are one of the most successful people that i know in this industry um and i remember i you tell this story all the time brooke and i don't even think that you know that i was there but it was like the first network marketing event you went to and it was at mine too i think it was in washington dc Oh my gosh, you were in the audience? I'm pretty sure I was there. <laughs> and you always tell this story about how like you were called up on stage to say something and you like were a nervous wreck. You were like crying, you couldn't get a word out. And right. I totally remember like that, that entire day, that entire experience, I remember you. And to see who you are today, which is somebody that like believes so strongly in this industry, you're like yeah. you said, you're unwavering about it. But more importantly, like you are 
somebody who has built this massive brand um, around what it is that you believe in and you, you know, you speak to thousands of people and just to see that personal growth in you, um, it's, first of all, it's a testament to you, but it's also really a testament to this industry. Don't you think? Oh, yes. I mean, that's the funny thing. Like, I, I feel like if I can do this, anybody can do this because I mean, I feel like it took me so long, like torturous time for me to become the person I became. But isn't that true for everybody? If you keep going, like, I mean, but I feel like for me, it was, it was different because I've always been like really outgoing. And so I was never, I never struggled with being shy or, or like feeling like, um, like, I don't know, I didn't have a confidence issue, but it was weird. This industry really pushed me to a place where, yeah, like, you know, the first time I, I spoke on stage, I just had had to say my name and where I was from. And I, I thought that would be easy for me. And I got on that stage and I, I did it and I started shaking uncontrollably. And I ran off the stage and ran to the bathroom and started crying. And my best friend, Jilda, uh, ran after me and my husband because they were on both sides of me and I thought they were going to just really feel bad for me and like coddle me but instead they were like what is wrong with you like what is wrong with you who are you what's wrong with you and I remember this moment so vividly because I was so embarrassed and I was like what is wrong with me like why why couldn't I do that and and in that moment I said I'm gonna do whatever I can to get better at speaking on stage and figure out what this is, because this is really awkward and uncomfortable. And I actually committed in that moment to, I don't even know if I've ever told you the story, to, um, I went to like this like uh, course where I lived on how to speak, you know, in front of people. And really? it was like, it was like a really awkward, weird one. You have like, never ever told me that. I know, because I don't even think it was like a good one to be a part of. Like, of course <laughs> I picked like this weird one where I was like six <laughs> men sitting in a room and like you had to go around and tell your story and stand in front of them and it was I was even more awkward but it made me realize like what is going on here what what is going on here and it really over over a couple years of like working through this it really actually came down to me understanding how much my people pleasing behavior was dominating like everything and because here's the deal when when you speak on stage and you have to say something in front of a whole bunch of people if you're a people pleaser that's really difficult because you don't know how to please a whole like group of people right like you don't know and if you if you're not comfortable with who you are and what your story is it's like whoa what am I supposed to say here you know and again I was only supposed to say my name and where I was from but I think it was like a moment for me to go I don't I'm not comfortable in my skin. Like I really hadn't gone through the process of what's really going on here. Who, who am I really? Who do I want to be in this life? Like I had never asked myself those questions. Honestly, I was just like on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. I never really dealt with why I was such a people pleaser when I became such a people pleaser, you know, what I was so afraid of. And we all have different stories. I mean, and I think it was harder for me because I was so outgoing. See, I feel like it's easier for people that are shy or introverts to just say that they're shy or they're introverted. So it's really hard for them to speak on stage or claim who they really are. But I think it's actually harder in some ways for people like me that are outgoing, that one-on-one -on -one or in a small, smaller setting or, or like around friends, like 
I'm the life of the party or I help make people feel really good about themselves or I get energy off of that. And I, I love elevating other people and I, I have a lot of energy and, and confidence in that area and I'm outgoing, but it was really hard for me to claim something and stand on stage and talk to people about something that um, it was meaningful to me, but I didn't know how to articulate it if, if I wasn't comfortable like with everything, you know, like from my past or, or, or had dealt with, I just feel like everyone has to deal with their stuff to become more confident in what you try to do in this world. That's the bottom line. Yeah, no, I love that because I think that the, like the bottom line is that you were committed to improving yourself, right? You were committed to getting better. And what I often see in this industry, and I'm sure it's true for most industries, right? Is that the people that are committed to getting better, they get there, right? Like they, they, they find the success, they hit those top ranks. And then the people that are not willing to do that work, they quit. Um, so that's, that's really what I think you've done is you've just committed to improving yourself and getting better. And to the point where like, you're probably totally unrecognizable (laughs) to somebody who has not seen you for the past 10 years. Right. Completely. I mean, completely. And that's where there's hope for everybody out there, you know, (laughs) and that's what transformation is. Transformation is you becoming unrecognizable to who you used to be. And I had to get to a place where if you're not growing, you're dying. And like this industry allows you to grow constantly and stretch yourself. And that's why I do fight now to surround myself with people that are constantly growing, that are life givers. And I refuse to allow or let people in my space to bring me down. And like, I'll tell you this, I was the queen of asking everybody their opinion on what I was doing in hopes that everybody would approve, which is impossible. And now it's like, I would never ask anybody their opinion on anything I want to do because it's what I want to do. And it's not their fault if they don't agree with it. Like, that's not what they would be doing. Okay. But I had to, I mean, I'm 43 years old. Like this took me all this time. That's why I love talking about it now. Cause I'm like, gosh, I wish somebody would have really, you know, shaken me a little bit harder back in my twenties or even thirties. Cause it really took until like, I would say even my mid thirties, this has been like probably over the last decade. And especially the last like seven, eight years, I have, well, really the last, I would say, yeah, seven, eight years, I really have transformed. And it just gets better and better. The more you get uncomfortable and fight for transformation. Love it. Yeah. No going back. And same thing that's happened to you. I mean, both of us, that's why I think we're, we have this bond that like a lot of people would never understand, or it would be hard to even match with other people because we've, we have like watched each other grow, but also we're so supportive back when we weren't so good. (laughs) You know? still loved each other even when we- Yeah, I think we told each other how awesome we were to each other, like even when we weren't. Well, (laughs) here's a secret, right? Is like, if you are in the thick right now of like improving yourself, getting better, trying to stay positive, not quit, right? But maybe the results aren't coming in as fast as you want. Find a friend who's going to tell you how awesome you are every single day and you tell it back to them and you guys will be there together. And laugh. Like, I I don't think I laugh with anybody more than you. Totally. always healthy. I love it. All right. So Brooke, you are known. So after like this long journey, right? You are now known 
for having a team of influencers. Like, I don't know if you know that, but like, that is how you are known is you attract influencers, right? Or my question for you is actually like, do you attract them? Like, how do you attract them? them? Are you strategically seeking out people that have influence that have large audiences and targeting them? Um, Or do they just kind of naturally come to you? Like, what's your secret? (laughs) Well, here's the deal. I mean, again, like, I think what I have learned is, you know, once I got confident in thinking like, okay, like this is, I'm not going to hide from this. This is part of me. And yes, I've built other things too. And you can build other brands, but like I start off conversations about how much I love network marketing and why, and I'm always prepared in my back pocket to talk about what it really is instead of what it's not. And there's so much misconception that I never try to debate or fight anybody, but it's like, Hey, tell me, tell me about what you think about that. Wow. You must've really been hurt in that industry because you know, a lot of times it's a people problem, not an industry problem and people blame the industry. Right. And so that's kind of been my, my thing where, you know, like I I don't want to back down from anybody that could be a part of this. And I, I learned early on that the people that you think won't do this usually will. And the people that you think will do this won't. And so I just got really brave to ask people that maybe most people won't ask. And the bravery came from just relationship building and relationship equity. And I feel like everybody is hu- is a human and like, you know, you just never know. And as long as I'm authentic and I'm who I am, no matter what, and I don't treat people differently, it's just really worked out in my benefit. And so some influencers that have come in, it's, it's really the biggest influencers that I've had that have had, you know, massive reach or, or already have influence. Those are people that I least expected, but I was already building relationships with. And I just asked, like, I'm just somebody that's like, why not ask? I don't want the pain of waiting. It's kind of like why you do everything on social media. It's like, I hated the pain of like, back in the day, making appointments with people to meet at a coffee shop three weeks from now to hope they say yes when they say no. And it's like the pain from three weeks of building up enough confidence to say, hey, you want to look at my network marketing business? Like I would rather just people know upfront what I do, that I love it, that I do other things too. I'm made up of more than this, but like, why not just ask? Like, why not be bold and ask? And so, yeah, a lot of influencers that I you know, have connected with or friends with, like, that's like the first thing, like, I do this, I do this, like, if you're ever interested, let me know. And a lot of times they're more interested than you think, or they ask me. And then I will tell you this too. A lot of times it's like no interest at all, but two years later, I'm still the same person. I've not changed. I don't act different. I don't act weird. You know, I always used to be that girl years ago that I started that whole thing. I think this is what really turned you on to me because you liked what I was like, Uh, don't act weird. Like stop acting weird to people that say no to you. Yeah. That is when I decided that you were going to be my best friend. Yeah. Cause we, I I used to like lead with that. Remember like take the elephant out of the room and just, just tell people what you do and and act the same. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. We used to like talk about that all the time and people loved it. Like that was some new thing to talk about, but (laughs) remember we were always like, why are these people acting so weird? Cause we were the same, like, you know, again, as awkward as I, I used to act, I never acted weird when people said no to me. I still treated them the same and I still loved them well. And I built, built relationships regardless. And people remember that they watch a lot of times people say no, because they think you're going to act weird and they don't want to be part of that. 
So, so true. Yeah. There's some, there's some weird like (laughs) training that happens in this industry that is certainly not how I train people. And I know it's not how you train people, Brooke, but it definitely trains you to be like a little bit of this like weird network marketing robot who says weird things. Uh, Yeah. I mean, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's, let's (laughs) stop. That's why, that's why, you know, you've got to find people that, you know, just really, I think what we both do, Rebecca is, or Beck Sadik, I think what we both do really well is really make sure that anybody that comes into our space knows that they're going to be celebrated for being fully them. And I think that we both do a really great job at like celebrating people for just being unique and not trying to conform and not trying to follow what everyone else is doing or fall everyone read from this script and you know like do you do you and I think that that's the fastest way to build leaders yeah no that's so good so this is what I got from you right is like if you want to build a team of influencers right and let me just say by influencers I like I don't mean somebody who has like perfect pictures on Instagram, right? I mean, people that have influence, right? People that have built followings and audiences and have influence. Um, And what you're saying is like what you've really done, like this is your magic formula is you have stood strong for the industry and the company that you represent, right? Like don't hide it. You don't waver from that. Um, you're bold about it, right? You tell people straight up front, like, hey, this is what I do. Um, When you meet somebody that has influence, you're like, hey, this is what I do. You should check it out. Um, And then you encourage people to be fully themselves, right? Like not follow some weird robotic scripts about how to do network marketing, right? You know how I feel about scripts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You following a script would be a messy situation. Yeah. But you know what? Some people, that's all they need to do because that is better for them. But I feel like a caged animal and I I act weird (laughs) and awkward, but some people, they act weird and awkward if they don't follow a script. So that's the beautiful part. You say, listen, which one do you want? What's good for you? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So one of the things that I see you do all the time is like those three things that you just said, standing strong for the industry, standing strong for your company, being bold about who you are. You don't just do this stuff in person. Like you do this stuff really well on social media. Um, And so question for you is what is your favorite social media platform and why? Well, it's the one I used to hate the most, which is Instagram and Insta stories. I remember for years and you were the same way for a little bit, like for years, I was like, why would I take the time to do a story when it's going to delete in 24 hours. And now I'm like, I love that it deletes in 24 hours. So I can just be me, be crazy, be silly, be business, whatever I want to be is gone in 24 hours. I actually like it. I'm kind of addicted to it. Um, And I've, you know, it's weird because like I've tried LinkedIn, you know, I still use Facebook, but like everyone tells me that like, you know, Instagram is not, not everybody, but a lot of people will try to say like, it's not my target market or the age demographic or the um, financial demographic is not, you know, wouldn't be my people, right? It'd be more LinkedIn. But really I have found most of my people that are my people that are my clients through Instagram. Cause I think that it's probably the place that I, they get to see me the most, like just in my element. 
Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I, to me, it makes sense because, you know, I follow you on Instagram. I follow you on Facebook. I do not follow you on LinkedIn. Um, (laughs) I'll be honest. I don't, I'm on LinkedIn, but somebody does it for me. I don't even know how to get in there, but I want, I want to be good. I want to be a good soldier. And like, I, I really think a lot of my people are there, but every time I get, I get, it's like, I don't know. It's stressful. I'm like, I don't even know how to get in there. I'm not into LinkedIn either. I, I mean, I know. I, I know how to get in, but I don't go in. It's not my yeah. thing. Either. But anyway, like I, I, you are the most natural on Instagram for sure. Like that to me feels like where you feel the most comfortable and excited to show up as yourself. So that's probably what's coming through. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I, I think that I just, yeah, it's true. And I think people, I know people need to see that. And that's like the one area I feel like you can just do it. I know you and I feel the same about social media. It's like a lot of people complain about social media. And I know there's a lot of bad, just like anywhere, if you want to find the bad, but I think it's like the best place for us to be able to just like express ourselves. It's kind of like a yearbook you know, of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that I can go back because I don't have time to like tell everybody what I'm really up to, right? Like who has time for that? Right. And you can reach thousands of people and you can go back a year ago and look at what, how far you've come or pictures of your kids or, or business events or trips that you and I've gone on like five years ago. Like, I just love that. But the stories I love that you can show up in real time on Instagram and like, people that are wanting to, to see your life. Like I, I actually like it, you know? Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So if you could give like one or two tips to people who are listening, who want to use Instagram to be more attractive to people with influence, what would that be? Um, a tip on Instagram. Yeah. Like, like- what would, what would be your tip to like use that platform to attract in influencers or their ideal clients? Because you do it so well. I would just say like genuinely like try to, try to just be as, try to just be real and try to like pour out your heart in a way that's just really authentic to you. Like, you know, people have tried to guide me and tell me that I need to be more disruptive or that I need to, be something different to get people's attention. And every time I've tried to take that advice, which has only been a couple of times, it, it actually lowered people watching me and like lowered me, mm. um, my numbers of, of, of people actually like, you know, connecting with me. And it was because I was, again, I got sucked into, you know, I've been told like, oh, you're just super encouraging or you talk about your faith too much. Well, guess what? those posts are actually my most popular posts and that's really who I am. And it's a way that I can express who I really am. And I don't, my personality is not disruptive like that. Like I want to disrupt like your life in a good way. And that's just who I am at my core. And so I would just say like, don't listen to other people telling you how you should be when you already know who you are, because eventually your people will really want that and find you. And so I, I've really just tried to do that. And again, I'm silly too. And I'm funny. And like, and I talk about, you know, my faith and I talk about whatever, like, and I just kind of got really comfortable with that. And I feel like that's the only way for people to really see who I really am because pictures and writing doesn't always do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really, really good. Um, I think sometimes when we're talking about social media and social media tips, 
people want some sort of like a hack or like a yeah. push button strategy or like, you know, some sort of a like ninja trick that's going to bring you all the influencers. And the reality is, is that like, that doesn't really exist, right? Like there are right. definitely best practices and there are some cool, like, you know, tips and stuff like that. But what you just said is the core of building an audience, an engaged audience on social media is just not holding back on who you are, being willing to be yourself, right? Being authentic yep. and allowing your people to find you and be attracted to you. Um, well, it's exactly what you did back. Like, like when you started to really just be you in your disruptive self, right? Yeah, we're your awesomeness, it. we are, but it works. And we actually, I mean, my people love you. Like I bring you in and you train in my groups and be, because I think we're both being so authentic and we represent that. And you and I both feel very passionate about being honest, being your true self. And there's a lot of people that are not. And, and both of us, I think, have gone through phases, again, back at the beginning of network marketing, where we tried to do like what people said, it just didn't work for our personalities. Yeah, totally. No, it's true. And I think you make a good point, right? Like for me, when I was gave myself permission to be disruptive and like a little bit like rebellious and edgy, like <laughs> my people started finding me. Yes. When I try and control that and hold it back, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not attractive. Whereas for you, it's like, if, if somebody's like, you need to be more disruptive and you go and try that, people are like, who is this weirdo? I know it's so uncomfortable. I'm like, I want to be edgy. I want to be like that, but it, it's so <laughs> awkward. It is weird for me. And that's why I have friends like you. So you can come in and do it for me. There you go. Right. So, so that's, that's it right there. Right. It's just be yourself. Be honest. Yes. Yeah. And you'll still find, I mean, you and I both agree with this too. And, and, I, and this is another business tip, people like surround yourself with different people that are not like you and you will become like more full, like more well-rounded, more deep, more wise. Like I love surrounding myself with people that are not like me. And that that's usually, those are usually my best friends. They usually have my back the most um, because we're, we're different, but we respect each other so much and we learn from each other. And that's actually how you grow business really well too. Like being a leader. And again, that in finding influencers and all that stuff, like respect people for who they are, you know, highlight them, elevate them, promote them, you know, like be all over them and, and celebrate them. I mean, that really, you, you've known me long enough back to know that that's who I really am. And you've seen like how well that has worked in my favor. And it's real. Yeah. That just when you can just like literally just promote, highlight, be happy for people without wanting anything in return and watch what happens to your life, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, no, that truly is really who you are. Um, and it's amazing because you help other people rise and you just keep rising. So it's amazing. All right. So I have one more question for you, Brooke, but before I ask you that last question, and it's a good one, um, I want to know, because you are an amazing business coach. For those of you guys who don't know, we're not just friends. I've also been a client of Brooke. She has helped me develop as a businesswoman. Um, where can people find you? Oh yeah. Brooke, well, brookthomas.com. I house most of my programs there. Um, Instagram really, I, I feel like that's, you know, in my profile, you can go there. Um, I've got like an ongoing momentum membership going on right now, but I've, I've always got something going on. I've got a live event coming up in 
the end of January that you're going to be speaking at. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, you can always find me live out loud, Brooke, brookthomas.com. I would say those are the top two places and my podcast, the live out loud show, which I've interviewed you there. I love the live out loud show. It's amazing. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go ahead in the show notes and I'm going to make sure that I link all these amazing places where you can find Brooke, because I promise you, like now that you've gotten a taste, you're going to want a lot more. (laughs) Um, I love it. But Brooke, before we jump off, what is your network marketing superpower? Ooh, I would say the optimism, like just being optimistic and, you know, positive. And, and I don't, I don't mean that in a fluffy way. I just believe in looking on the bright side of things and being a problem solver. And you've got to, you've got to be optimistic for that. You can't get sucked into the problems and the negativity because it's a business like on a daily basis you could find something and your customers can find something and your business partners can find something. And I think my superpower is being optimistic and being a problem solver, because here's the deal. If you're always like literally sucked into the negativity, then everyone on your team is going to be negative. But if you're like, Hey, no big deal. Like, okay, your order didn't come through or you didn't get everything in your order or your check is wrong. You know, I learned early on, like, instead of going, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? What are we going to do? We got to call corporate right now. Just be like, okay, no big deal. Like, you you know that about me. I'm like, yeah. all right, like, um, okay, like, this is a business. Let's just figure it out. Like, no big deal, you know? Yep, I love that. So positivity, right? Everything is figure outable. That's one of your other- Oh, yeah. And somebody stole that word from me and wrote a book. I thought oh. that was my word. See what happens when you're when you're so good. People just start stealing from you. All right, guys. So <laughs> you find out your network marketing superpower. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to link a quiz in the show notes because when you know what your superpower is and what your unique gifts are, it will help you explode your business and build the team of your dreams. So go ahead, jump down into the show mo- show notes. Go and find Brooke, follow her, and find out what your network marketing superpower power is. And we will see you guys in the next episode.